This is Untitled MMA. Untitled MMA Podcast, May 1st, 2018. No fights last weekend. Well, no UFC fights last weekend. No UFC fights this weekend. So we're off in the ether. We'll talk about some other fight news. But before we do that, I am Buju. I am Brendan. And I'm Bryce. Uh, The first thing I want to talk about, um, like I said, no fights next week. And it's still a little ways off, but we have one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. And one of the greatest light heavyweights of all time getting ready to square off soon. Yes, that's right. Chael Sonnen and Fedor Emelianenko is set in the second round of the Bellator Grand Prix. Nobody? I don't get any reaction on that. Bryce looking in the distance. Brendan didn't fucking get it either. I I was going to wait for you to finish before I said anything. I almost yawned, though, when you said greatest light heavyweight of all time because I knew where you're going with trying it. trying to pull I, the old switcheroo and everybody no-sold it. Anyways... <laughs> Fedor beat fucking Frank Mir. Discuss. (laughs) I only watched uh, some highlights because I don't get Paramount Network because it changed to like a premium channel or whatever. But when I first saw highlights, because I couldn't see clearly that uh, it was like a left uppercut that hit him, Mm -hmm. I thought he dove yeah I and thought, just didn't protect his head i didn't see the uppercut down. i didn't see the uppercut at first either i thought it was just like a weird exchange where he got clipped or something the whole mm-hmm. fight was weird i watched the whole thing it was a weird fight i mean as it should be it's fedor and frank Mir in 2018 in bellator but right uh i'm not surprised fedor won i definitely would have picked frank Mir had we picked the fight but i'm not surprised that fedor knocked out 2018 frank Mir off of a usada suspension yeah and also i think that um didn't Mir like have fedor hurt like dropped him for a second yeah they were both rocking each other yeah so i mean it does not bode good things going forward for 2018 fedor you think chael beats fedor uh, honestly probably uh, fedor is so big though i mean chael obviously is has a wrestling advantage but he fought middleweight for a, a huge chunk of his career and fedor is a fucking big dude so he i don't know only weighed in at like 240 yeah, I could see it going either way. It wouldn't surprise me. He's probably the most powerful guy Chael's ever fought, too. So, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes either way. The whole thing's a fucking shit show. Powerful. But I'm like here for it. Knockout power type powerful. Yeah. And also powerful, like... Strength. No, mm-hmm. what am I trying to say? Like... Brute. Nope. <laughs> Moving Wait, on. He's a strong human being. No, that's not what I was going for either, but we're going to move on. Well, I, you I said he's strong, so he's a strong human being. We wrote about it on the website, but um, in more actual MMA news that matters, um, Gustafson announced his contract renewal on his Instagram. And in his contract renewal post or whatever, he took a shot at, at DC saying, well, other people are thinking about retiring. I'm signing a new contract, yada, yada, yada. Uh, DC responded and said, you're most famous for your loss to John Jones. And John Jones pitched in, or yeah, pitched in and said, I 
love that the response from DC, even though I don't like DC, I love that, blah, 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 blah. So I just wanted to take this opportunity to say once again, as I've said a million times, Alexander Gustafson's the fucking worst. He stinks. He really stinks. Nothing thoughts. has done nothing but whine since the fucking John Jones loss. And you can read, I mean, more clear thoughts on uh, the post we wrote. I wrote on the website on TitleMMA.com. But um, that post is going to be more coherent than anything I say here. But fuck Alexander Gustafson. He lives off what could have been what, rather than what was. Yeah, I, nothing but whining since he lost to John Jones. And he did lose to John Jones. It wasn't a yeah. fucking... It's not a controversial decision. Quit justifying it that it was. It's not. He lost. He lost three rounds to two, if not four rounds to one. Stop it. Gustafson stinks. And then he's lost to, like, everyone that was good at light heavyweight at one point. Yeah, he's lost. He lost to Rumble. Like maybe Glover. He, I don't know if he's lost. He's beaten Glover. Glover. He hasn't beat anybody who really matters. He hasn't beat the big three at light heavyweight: Rumble, Jones, DC. He hasn't beat any of them. He won't beat any of them. So I don't know why we keep talking about this guy. He hasn't done anything. Like DC said, he's most famous for a loss to John Jones. Why are we still talking about Alexander Gustafson? I don't get like the. He's a fan favorite somehow. I just do do not get it. I I agree. I don't understand it. Um, um I, I yeah. I don't even yeah. remember ever watching him fight, so I don't know how fun he can be stylistically. But I mean, his best, the most interesting fight he had was the John Jones fight. It was, it's the closest fight Jones had up until the second DC fight. So I get why people are so about it, but they do overrate it in its closeness, its excitement, and everything about it. Jones clearly won the fight. Gustafson beat Jones up, yes, but I think it was a very clear John Jones win. People act like it wasn't. I mean, I don't know. Granted, I hate Alexander Gustafson a lot, so maybe my judgment's clouded. But it's not like you like John Jones either, though. That's true. I just I don't get the Alexander Gustafson love. I don't get the love of that fight. I don't get the whole thing. I hate Alexander Gustafson. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then John Dodson. Uh, it was announced that he's now a free agent uh, after his UFC contract expires. I feel like he almost definitely ends up in Ryzen, no, because Bellator, Bellator, Bellator's. Lower weight classes are pretty much non-existent, especially once you get that low to like flyweight. I don't even know if they have a flyweight division in Bellator. So uh, it's, I think that they do. It seems like if he ends up anywhere, it's probably going to be Ryzen, if I had to guess. Yeah, either Ryzen or I don't know if he wants to try to. I don't know if he can get into that professional fighters league, the new. Um, yeah, I don't know if they have the. I mean, if John Dodson wants to jump in, they would probably let him jump in. <laughs> yeah, just because he's such a big name. But, yeah, um, if I had to bet on it, I would bet that he ends up in Ryzen. And Ryzen or 1FC? Is that yeah, another I really, big one? Yeah, I didn't think about 1FC, but it seems like Ryzen has been more of a landing spot recently than 1FC has been. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely sucks, though, because he's always interesting, and now it's hard for me to get uh, find streams for yeah. these... Like, these people who stay up, these people who stay up and watch Ryzen are fucking maniacs. How do you do that? You, <laughs> for one, you're probably not on the East Coast or in any Eastern time zone. I can't. If I have, you are, you are literally a maniac. I have a hard time staying up, staying up until 1 a.m. to watch UFC cards. These fucking Ryzen cards start at like 2 a.m. Fuck out of here, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin. This is the first podcast we've done since the Atlantic City card, so I just wanted to touch on Kevin Lee and Edson Barboza real quick. I might be crazy. I have have seen other people with this opinion, but um, I don't know if it's a hot take or not. I feel like Kevin Lee can beat Khabib Nurmagomedov. 
it seems like it isn't all that hot of a take because people are saying that his performance against Edson, because I only, again, saw highlights, so I don't know how the actual fight panned out. They said he performed really well, and Khabib, obviously, people are saying that he didn't, he had a lot of issues against Al Iaquinta, which I still don't think he did, but it's definitely one of the more interesting matchups in the division. I just feel like Kevin Lee on the ground can hold his own with Khabib. I definitely give Khabib the edge, but I think Kevin Lee can do more than what Ally Quinta did, and Ally Quinta didn't look lost on the ground or anything against Khabib. I would, would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. And Ke- Kevin Lee's a Division One wrestler, so he can at least hold his own, even if Khabib holds an advantage there. And on the feet, I feel like Kevin Lee is light years ahead of Khabib Nurmagomedov. I mean, it depends what Khabib shows up. I, he, how do you say his name? Khabib Nurmagomedov. No, Eli Aquinta. Ally Aquinta. Ally Aquinta was not as impressive as the fight before that, which against Johnson. Yep. But I, it just depends what Khabib shows up. Like I said, like Bougie said, I was unimpressed with that Khabib that showed up against Aquinta. So it just depends if which uh, Khabib shows up. I think. And I if, mean, if, also to be fair, Khabib lit. Ally Quinta up on the feet. I mean, it was like the third round, and but, but he, was, he never, was landing literally whatever he wanted. He to. was never going to put him out with any of those, though. I mean, those were just punches that were landing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I feel like if it, just, if and granted, I think Khabib was keeping it standing on purpose. If he wanted to get to get it to the ground against Ally Quinta, he could have. He was standing to test his uh, stand up game and all that, but. I feel like Kevin Lee has more of an ability to keep it standing against Khabib. I think if it goes to the ground, he has a hot, a lot better shot than Alec Quinta did or Michael Johnson does, so on and so forth. Um, and we talked about it last podcast, but if you look at Khabib's resume, it's not really that impressive. Kevin Lee might be the best opponent he's fought. Yeah, until when slash if he ever fights Tony. Yeah, so, well, we know that's not going to happen. Still so. kind of shocked by his resume. I thought it was more impressive than what it actually was. I or mean, is. really, the only, like, big names he's beaten are Edson, Michael Johnson, Ally Quinta, and I feel like there's one more I'm forgetting somewhere in there. But it, it's like, it, he's not, he's never really beaten a top, top guy. You know what I mean? Edson's an impressive win, but I think we said this previously. He never, like was able to beat a top three fighter and, and win a champion. That was also a stylistic nightmare for Edson Barboza. And Kevin Lee just beat the hell out of Edson Barboza too. So mm. uh, it's very impressive that Khabib legit 30-25 Edson Barboza. But like Bryce said, it's a bad matchup for Edson. And Edson's never beaten a top guy either. So And he might be a little washed up possibly. Khabib his his year. Beast, uh 2014 RDA. Okay. But, I mean, that's a whole different Rafael Dos Anjos than we saw two years ago and even now that since Dos Anjos has declined since being the champion. But Didn't he beat Pettis in 16, 15? Who? No, it was RDA? probably. RDA. I was feel probably like 14. he probably beat him on his down tails, so probably like 2014. Yeah, I would say 2014, 2015. But, um, then it is an impressive RDA. It's almost at his peak. He won the belt. That's true. That's fair. That's an elite win. Um, Khabib, officially elite. <laughs> I would say Khabib is elite, even though he had to beat elite guys. Would you agree <laughs> that Khabib yeah, yeah, is elite? Yeah. Okay. Um, Al Jermaine Sterling, after he won on the Atlantic City card, calls out Dominic Cruz. 
I feel this. I don't know if what I'm about to say makes sense. I feel like that fight makes sense for Cruz. It doesn't make sense for Aljo because Cruz is coming off losing the belt and an injury. So, sort of a tune-up fight against a mid-level guy like Aljo makes sense for Cruz. I don't feel like Sterling has done enough to earn a fight with probably the most popular bantamweight, eh, one of the most popular bantamweights of all time in Cruz. Definitely not the. I wouldn't say he's the most popular of all time or even right now. I feel like Cody Garbrandt is much more popular than him. Uh, well, because he's a pretty boy. Certainly a top four all-time bantamweight without question, Dominic yeah. Cruz. I don't know if Aljo has earned that fight yet. Do you agree with that? Yeah, because who did? who is it that he fought? Wasn't it Brett Johns or whatever? Yeah, Brett Johns, that's right. And so, I mean, he was a top 15 guy, but I think it's just a big step up. I'm, Cruz is a big general. step up for all but probably like Cody and TJ. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I think it's too big of a step up after not because he did he. I don't even think he finished Brett Johns, did he? I don't feel like he did. No, I, I feel like it was a decision. But where uh, we were talking after the fight that had he finished him because I don't if he did and I apologize. I don't think he did. Advance, but, I don't feel like he did. Um, <laughs> we're talking like it was eight, six months ago. It was two weeks ago. You're right. Um, um I I just don't think that it's he had an impressive enough performance to warrant that big of a jump in competition. And I don't I don't really agree with you guys entirely because half of calling somebody out is to get a step up in an opponent. Yeah, I, that's what you want. I that's what he's trying I, to get. I 100% agree with or understand why he called him out. I just don't necessarily think that he's ready for that fight or he should get that fight. You know what I mean? And like you said, he's coming off an injury, so it's not like you could be expecting like a Dominic Cruz at his peak or as prime, so like a well, be a more impressive win if he wins than what it actually is. Ring rust isn't a thing, brother. So I, I'm I'm down for the fight. I just don't know that Aljo is ready for it. I feel like he's gonna get schooled because I true unless he figures out his movement. Yeah, I, and I don't know if he can. Dominic, because I mean, Dominic it's possible. Cruz, Dominic Cruz is a tough. Done, pu- Dominic Cruz is a tough puzzle for anybody to solve let alone somebody like Aljamain Sterling, who I like a lot. I just, I think he's a mid-level guy right now. He's still trying to figure things out, and going in there with Dominic Cruz is a whole different ballgame than Brett yeah. Johns. I miss Cruz, though. It's I'm been a while. Definitely ready for a Cruz fight, no matter who he fights. I'm, I was a big Cruz guy when he was active. Um, Damian Maya is stepping in on short notice to fight Kamaru Usman at the UFC Chile card. I feel like Damian Maya wins that fight even on short notice. You know, I don't feel like Us- I don't know. I don't feel like Usman's going to keep it standing. I feel like he's kind of a wall install, lay and pray type of guy. Am I wrong in saying that? He definitely is most of the time. So if he takes Damian Maya to the ground, I just feel like Maya finds a way to fucking take his back and submit him. I mean, he also though has like TKOs finishes. He's Usman. He's well, yeah, but he's only has one. Uh, finish it looks two finishes in the UFC one by sub which I don't see happening and then a knockout of Sergio Morais but the way I feel like you beat Damian Maya is avoid him totally and make sure you keep it standing don't let him get inside don't let him grab you Tyron Woodley executed the perfect game plan against Damian Maya where Maya couldn't do anything to Woodley I don't think Usman is going to be able to do the same thing he definitely 
he definitely can follow the blueprint. He can try and follow the blueprint that Woodley laid down. I just don't know that he can. I mean, how did Colby Covington beat? Uh, you think I remember? I have no idea. <laughs> I, all I know is that it was by decision, and so obviously he figured something out. And I feel like he's a similar in style to Kamaru Usman to where I don't, I, I would pick Usman to win that fight, and I will win. We make that. Pick. Speaking of that little bitch boy Colby Covington, he said some more dumb shit this week. I don't know if we're gonna have a lot on this. I just want to touch on it. He said Khabib Nurmagomedov would get his ball, would get balls put on his forehead at welterweight. Thoughts? He wouldn't be a big welterweight for one. Would he get balls put on his forehead? <laughs> I I guess maybe if they go north south, I I, I, I think feel Khabib like that was a silly Covington. statement. What Brendan? I think Khabib would beat Covington. I agree. Fuck Colby. I don't Harris. know, man. Do you see the other thing that happened? You with Colby? you were just like dick riding Khabib. He's not. You just don't think he can make that I step mean, up or what? After UFC two twenty five, I will have. After Colby Covington loses at UFC 225, I will then make a prediction (laughs) (laughs) of this hypothetical fight. Um, (laughs) Do you see the other dumb shit that Colby Covington... Well, Colby Covington didn't do this, but did you see the other Colby Covington news from this week? I'm not sure. All right, some... I guess some porn site called Cam Soda... Oh, yes, I sent you this. Oh, well, some porn site called Cam Soda streamed a fight with Charles Crazy Horse Bennett, who is a Japan, he's famous in or he's big in Japan, whatever in MMA. Um, so they streamed the fight with Charles Crazy Horse Bennett. I don't know what happened. I just know that Charles or yeah, Charles Bennett punched Colby Covington at this porn streamed MMA event, peak MMA. Yeah, I mean that is peak MMA. I think when I sent it uh, to you, you guys in our uh, Twitter group, I think I said this is what I live for. This is MMA. <laughs> Derek Lewis and Francis Ngannou was announced for USC 226, which is the Stipe DC card. Uh, I feel like this is the joke everybody made, but it's going to be the most exciting two and a half minutes in the history of the heavyweight division. After that, if it goes that long, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. I feel I feel like France... Uh, every time I think about this fight, I change my mind. I feel like Francis probably... I don't know. Francis, I feel like if anyone's going to get knocked out, it's going to be Derek Lewis. I just, but I don't, have we seen Derek Lewis get rocked? I feel We've seen like slow... we have. I feel like in the, I feel like we have, and the reason he said post-fight, because they ended up coming back and finishing the guy, he said he had to poop. I feel like that was body shots, though. I don't think he got, I don't think he's been rocked from punches to the head. I think all of his issues have been cardio and shots to the gut. I don't feel like, and maybe Francis Ngannou just starts ripping fucking hooks to his belly. But yeah, I don't know. I very well could see it going either way. I think I lean towards Ngannou a little bit. I, I think I have Ngannou as an early prediction without a question. I'm still on the hype train with form. Love me yeah. some Derek Lewis, though. I do really. I like me some Derek Lewis, but Francis Ngannou, that's my dude. It might be a stand, standing up watching the fight the whole time type of thing. Well, oh. for, yeah, for two minutes, for, and then for two minutes, they yeah. might not be standing up. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's trying to stay awake for the other two rounds if it goes that far. Lewis calling Ngannou the fucking African booty scratcher is the funniest. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Derek Lewis is uh, a must follow on all forms of social media. His Instagram, I mean, lately he doesn't even post videos himself. He just posts like funny viral videos. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Still love it. Still great. 
Um, and It'll be a fun fight, though. One more fight announcement is Jeremy Stevens and Jose Aldo at UFC Calgary, which is a Fox card, Fox card in July. Another intriguing fight that I'm not 100% sure which way I lean. I think if I had to give an early prediction right now, I'd probably pick Jose Aldo. I just feel like he's a smarter fighter, and he finds a way to beat somebody like Jeremy Stevens. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with that. I think he can avoid the big punch. But at the same time, he got finished by Conor McGregor in 13 seconds from one punch and got finished by Max Holloway. So, I don't know. Twice. Yeah. Thought You don't remember the second time, do you? you no, I remembered the second <laughs> time. I forgot the first. Okay, yeah. He finished them both times. Because um, we were live for the second. We're a little bit early when we would normally wrap up here, so I just wanted to go over one more thing. Uh, before we do wrap up, we didn't prepare for this, so bear with us here. If you had to pick your biggest heartbreak in MMA, meaning like your guy lost this fight, uh, you were expecting a fight and it got canceled, whatever. Your biggest heartbreaks as an MMA fan. I feel like I know Two come both. to mind. I'm going to go first. I feel like I know both One. of yours. Pettis losing to RDA and not only losing but getting dominated, definitely biggest heartbreak of all time. Yeah, I'm not I was expecting I was expecting a win and he ended up getting dominated. Getting fucked up. It was is a very poor performance for uh Mr. Pettis. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> I love you. So, I have two. I'm not that? sure. You said I love you and he just didn't acknowledge it. Uh I don't even know what he said. He said I, he loves you. Oh, I love you too. Aw. Um, so I have two, and I have a strong feeling Buju probably knows what these two are. Yep. Um, of, well, hold on. Let me think. Before you say them, I'm thinking. I know one for sure. The second one, I'm drawing a blank on, so go. Okay. The first one that I'm sure you know is Conor McGregor losing to Nate Diaz. Yes, that's the one I had. I was so upset. I was just quiet. Uh, I think I I might know the second one. Continue. And then the second one was Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm because big Ronda Rousey guy at the time, and she just. Actually, no. That probably may be my number one. I didn't think about that. That was a heartbreak. Actually, I think, yeah, that's a good call. That's probably my number one, too. Mine, I'm going to go. I have. I would agree with the Ronda Rousey Holly Holm one. I'll agree with that. Um, Joanna losing to Rose the first time was rough, but I was happy for Rose at the same time. So they canceled each out, canceled each other out a little bit, spit it out, stupid. Um, I think my biggest heartbreak would be Anderson and Chael too. The first Anderson Chael fight made me a big fan of Chael. It sucks that he lost in the way he did. But I wasn't as big of a Chael fan as I was by the time they fought the second time. And him getting, him losing on a fucking illegal knee with nobody talks about in the second round of that fucking second Anderson fight. And then he was a minute and a half away or something from being light heavyweight champion because Jones shattered his toe into a million pieces. <sighs> Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen, Chael Sonnen, Chael Sonnen. <laughs> Hey, greatest light heavyweight of all That's time. That's right, undefeated book. and undisputed. Never forget mm-hmm. it. He's going to fucking beat Fedor and be the greatest heavyweight of all time, too, in a fucking couple months. 
Thoughts? Thoughts? It, it'll be like a year. Do you still remember that his was... whole little line? Which one? Where I forgot, like, I'm bad or whatever. You no, know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. The one we always used to say, like, I don't even remember. The women's pick, the man's regret. Yeah, that uh, that whole line. Yeah. Women's pick, man's regret. You pick against Chelsea and you made a bad bet. I don't remember the first part. But um, that's all we have this week. This was a weird week. Um, before we do wrap up, you can check every, check out everything we do at UntitledMMA.com. You can follow us on social media at, at UntitledMMA on Twitter and Instagram. Untitled MMA on Facebook. Uh, Untitled MMA is the SoundCloud. Untitled Sports is the YouTube. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, so on and so forth. Anywhere there's podcasts, you can listen to this one. Uh, that's it for this week. So, Bryce. It's a wrap.